Hey y'all, you are listening to Wise Guy the Podcast. Welcome back to episode four. I'm so freaking excited for today. This is going to be such an amazing conversation. We are talking about joy. Okay guys, this is literally one of my most favorite things to talk about in the entire world. So I figured what better way to talk about joy than with one of the most joyful people that I have ever met in my life, guys. I'm so serious. This girl, she radiates joy. This is definitely a conversation you are going to want to tune into. So whatever you are doing, put it down, put it away, focus on this (laughs) right now, guys. Without further ado, please welcome my friend, Emily. Okay, so when I when I think of joy, like right now in this present moment, the this is kind of random, but the thing that comes in my head is uh, the song Jaira, and when it says, "I will be content in every circumstance," and I think joy is something that surpasses circumstances, something that can last through the worst of them, and I think that joy has a very strong correlation with hope. Um, one of my favorite verses is Revelation twenty one four, where it talks about how there's going to be no more tears one day for those who are going to live with God forever. And that is something that I have so much hope in. So now, Mm -hmm. like nowadays, when I think about, you know, having joy, um, one thing that really brings me joy is the fact that I know that God's promises are true and I trust them. And one day I am going to be with him for eternity. So right now in this present moment, I can have joy with whatever I go through because um, in uh, James I think, yeah, James 1, 2 through 3, it says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And I think that a lot of times when we're caught up in the trials, when we're caught up in the things that are just weighing us heavy and just it feels like everything wrong is breaking loose. (laughs) Really, I think those are the seasons that God's growing us the most. And those are the seasons that we can have joy because we know that God is growing us into who we are called to be as his children. And we're growing to be more holy and more like him. Um, And I think we can just have joy ultimately because we know that the suffering is going to end. Another verse, all these verses come to my head. Hey, no, Um, no, listen, God God speaks through verses. That's literally why he gave us the Bible. Like that's, this is like the ultimate wisdom, guys. If you want wisdom after you're done listening here, just go to Bible, read your whole Bible. Yes, read all of it. I'm still working on it. It's really long. Okay. Um, But 2 Corinthians 4, 16 16 through 18 is amazing. I was actually um, reading this in my devotional, which is funny. The day I read this in my devotional was a day I did not start with the Lord. And I'm very, like, I have this conviction that, like, right in the morning, I I spend time with God. Because um, every time I don't do that, my day is trash. I'm telling you, my joy comes from time with the Lord because he is eternal. He's he's not temporary. And, like, this verse... um, talks about um, he's eternal and um, he's what we should fix our eyes on. So it says, therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. And it's crazy, y'all, because when I read this, that that whole day before I spent time with the Lord, I was fixing my eyes on what I could see. I was fixing my eyes on my circumstances. And when I did that, like my... Y'all, when I do that, my mood is crap and it's horrible. And then I feel bad because it actually affects the people around me. Um, Because I do believe the Lord has really convicted me, like spending time with him in the morning, like he, like time with him changes everything for me. Um, And what the Lord really showed me in this moment is that no matter what happens now, I can always have hope 
that one day I'm going to be with him forever and I can fix my eyes on the prize, fix my eyes on yes. the eternal life that I have with him. And when I don't, my life feels like crap. No, exactly. <laughs> and so that's where like, that's where I feel like my joy stems from. It stems from a place of believing what God says is true, trusting him, having hope that, um, what he says is going to come to pass. So, amen. Yeah, yeah no, seriously. I, I love that you brought up all those verses, especially, um, second Corinthians, like that one, it really does hit home. If you really like, if you, if you let those words sink into your heart, because, um, I know, you know, like as human beings living on this earth, like, you know, the five senses, sight, smelling, hearing, tasting, mm-hmm. touching, like all of that, that's what we're surrounded by yeah. constantly. That's how, you know, we, we intake things from the world and put it into our lives and our hearts and our minds. And so a lot of times, like it is really, really hard to focus on things that mm-hmm. you can't see yes. because like, you know, I, I know a lot of times it's, I, I love that you brought up, um, joy and its correlation to hope because um you know hope really like hope is based on things that a lot of times you can't see because um like you said like everything in this world is temporary and, and it's it's really really hard to to hope in things that are temporary because mm-hmm. you just you know that <laughs> it's not gonna last forever yeah. so you know if your hope is tied to these temporary things then one day you know your joy is when when they pass away as well mm-hmm. um and so that's that's definitely a really a really huge key thing that that comes along with joy is you just mm-hmm. really have to make sure that um, you're keeping your eyes focused on on what's true yes. and um, because obviously Jesus is in heaven um, we we can't see the truth but mm-hmm. we have the truth living inside of us with the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and that's another thing too guys that I feel like a lot of us oftentimes overlook and I was reading about that in my Bible this morning actually. Um, I was reading in John chapter 16 and it was, um, Jesus was talking about how, like when, when he was going to leave, um, you know, at the crucifixion, um, when, uh, his disciples, they would get the Holy spirit in their hearts, um, to stay with them. And so, you know, Jesus was saying, even though you won't see me, like I'll still be with you. Mm -hmm. And that's definitely, um, a lot of times, like what keeps me going Mm -hmm. is, is, you know, just remembering that like, you know, I can't see him, but he is living inside of me. Um, and he is guiding, guiding my steps. Mm. So that's awesome. I love, I love that connection. Um, another verse that I just wanted to bring up one that, one that helps me when I'm struggling, um, is Psalms 30 verse five. It's, um, for his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Mm. Weeping may last through the night, but joy comes with the morning. Mm. Um, you know, and like at first I never really understood that verse. Cause I was always like, well, what do you mean weeping like at the nighttime and joy in the morning? And I also, I just want to say, I love like all the metaphors and stuff that Jesus talks in. Oh, I, just, I think it's so cool. Like, I don't know. I love metaphors because my brain, I'm like one of those people. I'm a nerd. I'm a big nerd. <laughs> I love, I love, I, I love like figuring out mysteries and solving puzzles and doing all that. So like when I like figure out a metaphor and what it actually means. I'm like, (gasps) it's like a light bulb on my head. You can see it. It's crazy. Um, But yeah. So like, I know definitely for that one, um, for me, it it keeps me going. And I just tell myself every time that I'm going through a struggle, it just reminds me, you know, it's not going to last forever. Joy, joy will come again. And um, honestly, you know, joy, it can even come um, even in the midst of it because um, this is another thing that I want to, I want to talk on and ask you about, um, and just get your input on this is, um, you know, the difference between joy and happiness, because mm-hmm. that is definitely something that I feel like is mixed up in culture yeah. today. Yeah. Um, and 
you know, so like happiness, I, I don't think anyone is really happy when they're weeping unless it's like tears of joy, but like, yeah. but once again, tears of joy, yeah. so it's not tears of happiness. Nobody calls it tears of happiness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so I just, I want you to touch on that one really quick. Like the difference between joy and happiness, how mm-hmm. you've seen that played out in your own life. Um, you know, and then I can, I can, I, I have a lot of examples yeah. um, of the difference in that one. But what, what do you have to say about that? Okay, I keep on getting excited when you ask questions because I just like <laughs> all this stuff that I didn't even think about before just came right? to my head. Oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> so, um, Guys, I mean, this is this is what a healthy conversation is like, right? You, <laughs> you're supposed to like, things are supposed to come in your head. If you're having yeah. a conversation with someone and it's just like crickets and like y'all are just like, uh, that might... You might need to to try again. Look, try again. Look up like some first date, like you know, speed dating questions. If anything, oh, that's amazing. Okay, so uh, for the listeners out there, if you go to Rock Point, you probably know who this is. But his name is Mario Delgado, and he used to be my seminary director um, when I was in high school. And uh, he talked about this. He talked about the difference between happiness and joy. And he said that happy happiness. When you think of the word happy. Like, it's really close to the word happen. A lot of times we're Ooh. very happy when things happen. Like, when you're at Disneyland, you're happy. But when you're not at Disneyland, you're not happy because, like, you're not happy about being at Disneyland because you're not at Disneyland, you know? Um, but with joy, you can be you can be happy even even if, or you, your joy, you can be joyful even if, have, even if something hasn't happened yet because you have hope. And, like, I love, I just love the, because, Mario loved that guy so much, but like when he was talking, like it's so true because we're not, we're not, we're not in heaven yet. You know, we're not, we're not, um, we're not at the point where there's no more tears yet, but we, we know that it's going to happen one day and we have joy because one, we know who God is. And two, we know what he's, what he's promised. And we know that that it's going to come to pass, but happiness is more like, you know, like you get your coffee in the morning, you just drank your coffee. You're like, you're drinking your coffee. You're like, I'm so happy. I have this coffee. Well, when your coffee's gone, you're not like, I'm happy that I have no coffee. Like, I mean, you're just not, but, but with joy, it's just completely different. It can last throughout anything. And that's why, like, I always think like it has this, this major correlation of hope. And that's why, you know, I would much rather have, you know, joy than happiness. Um, and one example Mm -hmm. I want to give this is, uh, about, uh, I dated a guy for about over a year. Um, I was like so in love with this guy. And, uh, and one day, um, the Lord clearly revealed to both of us that we needed to break up. And it was really hard for me to understand because we were both believers and we both like really tried to honor the Lord in our relationship. And it was just really, really difficult. And that was definitely a time I did not feel happy at all. I felt so devastated, but mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you this y'all, like this is God's goodness shining through. So when we broke up, um, before we broke up, actually, I prayed two prayers. I said, God, I pray like, if this is your will, um, Lord, please have this, like, please have it. I said if this is your will, show me, like, please, like, because I didn't want to make the decision only to find out that it wasn't God because I didn't want it to happen. So I prayed that. And then I also prayed, I said, Lord, if it's your will, please make it easy. And literally God answered both of those so evidently. Um, he answered the first prayer or yeah, first prayer when I was, I just picked up my siblings and this song, like I have was on this playlist. I had never listened to in a really long time. And I, um, the song come, comes on 
And literally, it was crazy because the breakup was really unexpected. And listen to the, these lyrics. It says, I'm running back to your promises one more time. Lord, that's all I can hold on to. I've got to say, this has taken me by surprise, but nothing surprises you. Before a heartache ever touches my life, it has to go through your hands. And even though I keep asking why, no matter what, I'm going to love you. No matter what, I'm going to need you. I'm, I know that you can find a way to keep me from the pain. But if not, I trust you. And I Ooh. literally knew God was speaking directly to me. And I started crying and I looked That's back good. at my, yeah. And I, I looked back at my siblings and I was like crying. I was like, Isaac and I are breaking up. And they were like, what? Like they were shocked. And I was, oh I was shocked God. too. So then I texted Isaac. And so that boom, God answered that one prayer. And then, so, uh, there was one more prayer that I prayed in the, in the garden. Um, so funny in the garden. Like I was so sad in the garden. Jesus was sad in the garden because he was about to get crucified. Obviously, that's a lot like different. Adam and Eve sinned in the garden. Yeah, you know, so many garden things. There's like a lot of correlations between garden and spirit, guys. Maybe, maybe just stay out of garden for a while. Oh, uh, dude, what in the world? Okay, anyway, so I got an answer to my first prayer, and then my second prayer was the one like, "Lord, I pray that you make it easy." Well, my whole relationship, I had never seen my my ex full out cry, never ever. And I get, so I, I texted him, I was like, the Lord revealed to me, we need to break up. Like we should meet up. And he's like, okay, we can meet up in the parking lot. I was like, cool. So, you know, I was driving into the parking lot and I looked at his face and he, he looked different. Like, you know, and this is a guy that like, he seems so strong all the time. Like he, he wasn't like a huge man of emotion. Like he just seemed like he was always doing good. Like he, you know, I feel like a lot of men like are like that. They kind of, um, they don't show their emotions a lot. Well, we get in the car and I'm not crying or anything. Like I'm literally just like talking like I am right now. And I was like, <laughs> and I feel like I've, I think it was really because I was afraid to show my emotion because I, I knew how he was being with him for over a year. So I was like, do you have anything to say? And literally guys, he starts bawling his eyes out and I had never seen it once in my life from him. And literally right then I knew God had answered my prayer that he made it easy. And in that breakup, like we literally broke up and we prayed and we thank God for what the relationship was. And at that moment, here's, here's why I say this story. At that moment, I was devastated. I was so sad. I was so just, I was in so much grief. Like I, you know, losing such a big part of your life. It literally felt like somebody took a knife and like cut up, cut off, cut off a part of my heart. And I had yeah. this just void, this emptiness in me. Um, but even through that, God gave me the most divine peace. And that is where I had the hope that, you know, you know, this, this is, it's going to get better. This will grow me. And here's the thing about joy guys is that joy requires perspective and we need to hold on to perspective that, you know, like God's promises will come to pass. Like when we, when we look at per, like a, when we have a perspective of like, you know, what is seen like that verse is talking about, then we're probably going to be a lot more sad and we're going to be a lot more depressed because we we're not hanging on. We don't see future hope because we're focusing on the now. But when we shift our eyes to focus on the future and what how God's going to use the present season that we're in, like what James was talking about, you know, that that those trials were going to be used to produce perseverance. God is going to use the season right now to grow us. And ultimately, it's going to lead us to eternity because this life is temporary. And so in that time, I was so devastated. I was so sad. And it was like, honestly, potentially the worst pain I felt like I'd been through in my life because I was so in love with this guy. But once it happened, um, you know, the, guys, this is, this makes me so happy is that 
you know, I experienced God in my life in a way I never had before. After we broke up, I started praying prayers. I had I hadn't prayed, or at least I hadn't prayed enough. I mean, I I I I was I one prayer that I prayed. I said, God, I pray that you make me my make you my everything. Like He would become my everything because I honestly look back at my relationship and it seemed like the guy was my everything. And guys, that's why it's so important that our foundation is in the Lord and not anybody else because the Lord is eternal. But people people um you know. Like we wither like the grass, like we, we, our life is a vapor, you know, but God is eternal and he's the only one worthy of being a foundation, you know? Um, but anyway, so when it comes to like having joy in those circumstances, it's really comes down to, you know, do you believe God's promises? And do you believe that right now he is going to, he's like, he's going to use this for the Bible says that, um, that God's going to work everything for good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. And if that's you, Amen. you have, you can have hope 100% have hope. And it's not, it's not selfish. It's not any of that. No, you can have hope because you're a child of the King because of what Jesus did for you. What he did for you is enough. And you know, he, he is what guarantees your inheritance in the kingdom. The Holy spirit is what seals you. And, and this is, you know, the, you know, it, I wish more people read the Bible because, yes, because yes, the people, yes. when you don't read the Bible, it's so easy to skew it and have a different perspective. But when you really read about Jesus, who he was and what he came to do, you realize that Jesus loves sinners, that Jesus came to die for us. And he came to cleanse us of all unrighteousness with his own blood. And, you know, because of him, we have a guarantee of our inheritance in, you know, in the kingdom in the future. And so when I was going through that breakup, um, that was what I was hanging on to. I was hanging on to the hope that um, God would fulfill his promise. And that's what I'm still hanging on to today because honestly, you know, I've, I've been through some more um, boy trouble today. Oh, oh, um, yeah. And you know, I just, I just went through some boy trouble and I went through a lot of confusion. Um, but one thing that um, I feel like we can often like confuse, we can, we, we, we can often confuse ourselves even if the answer is right in front of us, because we don't want to do what the Lord's calling us to do. But when we step into what God is calling us to do, we know that even, even if the step of obedience hurts, even if it's hard, like it was for that breakup, um, God's going to use it for our good and his glory. And so that's just kind of a bunch of words. I just oh had coffee. Hopefully that's gosh. not like, <laughs> oh, dude, I'm literally like over here sitting here, just like in awe, like mouth wide open, like getting <laughs> goosebumps over here because I just like, Oh my gosh, y'all. I love, I love how on fire for God you get. Like it's no, it's so incredible and it's so inspiring too. And especially like with a message like that, um, my brain it was just like pew, 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 pew. like I had so many ideas like, and I was just like, oh my gosh, like no, that's incredible. Um, and honestly, y'all, like I'm sitting over here learning so much too. Like um, this is that's just incredible. And um, I just I love. Oh my gosh, I don't even know where to begin. There's literally so much. Oh my gosh. Um, no, I love, I love how you brought up, um, you know, the fact that like you had to pray and you had to, um, you know, ask God to like give you signs. Cause a lot of times, you know, like that's, that's really important. And that's a lot of things that we miss, um, is that, um, because, you know, like joy, happiness, happiness is a lot easier to, to detect and to find mm -hmm. and, um, to fill ourselves with because happiness, it's like, it's a temporary thing, you know? And so we can, um, we can just, you know, if we're not happy, we, all we have to do, you know, like go get ice cream, go get some fresh, but go, you know, just do something that's <laughs> yeah. temporary. That's going to give you that temporary happiness. But guess what? Like you said, as soon as you finish that coffee, as soon as you finish those French fries, mm -hmm. as soon, you know, like the happiness, it's going to fade. Mm -hmm. And so finding joy, like it's, it's oftentimes a lot harder. And so yeah. it's definitely something that we need to, 
um, make sure that we're in prayer about mm-hmm. and that we're talking to God with, um, you know, and, and asking him for, because like you said, like joy, that it's only going to come from the Lord because of what he's done for us, yeah. you know? And so because of that, that huge gift that he gave us, mm-hmm. um, the gift of eternal life, now we can have hope, you know, yes. like that's, that's the whole reason that we have hope yes. is because he did that for us because Amen. he loved us so much. Yeah. Um, and, and another thing that I want to, to just talk about too, um, is how you mentioned and just the fact that I seemed to, okay, I'm not, I'm not saying that like, oh, I'm like all super awesome. And like, I can make people like smile and have mm-hmm. you, I'm just saying like, I, I, I noticed that I, a lot of people constantly told me, you know, like you, you always seem so joyful. You're yeah. always, you know, smiling and you're always mm-hmm. doing this and that your ex, um, you said that all throughout your relationship, how he, he had always seemed so strong. He had this like, um, super strong persona, you know, someone who, you know, wasn't going to let anything mm-hmm. in the world get to him. And he, he never cried. He was never emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I really want to touch on that because, um, I feel like that's another thing that a lot of people, a, a lot of people struggle with too, um, is like, is this image, you know, yeah. um, especially with, with the presence of social media in today's mm-hmm. culture. And I found, you know, I was able to make people laugh and mm-hmm. I was able to make, you know, people smile. And yeah. I've always had this kind of, um, and this is definitely a huge blessing from God, mm-hmm. um, is I, it's, it's like a highlight reel. Yeah. So there's this idea that everyone, you know, to have like to have a good life, to, to have, you know, joy, you have to always have it, you know, mm. like there's never going to be times that something's going to get you down or that yeah. like the devil's gonna, mm. um, get inside of your head. I've always had this kind of ability to, um, see the silver lining in things, mm. you know, and if, if there's like a negative situation happening. So I feel like, you know, being very aware of that from a young age, I kind of turned that into like my personality or my yeah. identity, I guess. Mm. Um, and, and I started, I'm always like, oh no, you know, like, but this could happen instead or like this, is, but just think mm-hmm. about this, you know, yeah. just be thankful um, or, you know, at least it's not, you know, like this yeah. and people depend on me yeah. for like their own happiness. And mm-hmm. so that's yep. another thing too, that like, I feel like we need to be cautious about yes. is, is I started to, to see myself as like this person, like, no, I always have to be joyful. I always yeah. have to be, you know, smiling and in a good mood and helping people because mm-hmm. they need that. And mm-hmm. and I can't ever be having problems on my own because what if yeah. someone else has something that they need me to help them with? Mm-hmm. To to have this kind of attitude that it was like, you know what, no, like, it's okay for you to like get in your emotions sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's okay for you to be down sometimes, you know, like you don't always have to be this like perfect, happy yes. person. But then it's, you know, we all know it, but I feel like it's something that we all like struggle to actually implement in our yes. lives. Um, mm-hmm. So I just, I want you to like touch on that one. I know you were telling me a little bit about yes. something like that earlier. Um, and so I feel like that would definitely be something that would like kind of hit it home for yes. everybody listening. So if you just want to touch on that one. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So first of all, 100% relate, you know, um, as I've grown up, I was like told the same thing. Like, you know, like you, you seem so happy all the time. Like I love it. And like people saying, I love this about you. I love that. Well, and here's the thing, like all those compliments were good things. Like those were good things that people say, but, um, you know, in my head, that's where I really started to get twisted was more of a, Oh, I'm joyful all the time. People love this. So that means I can't, I can't be sad. It's Um, like that confidence and identity thing. Yes, exactly. You know, it's where you find your identity if you let yes. those compliments and things that people tell you, if you let that be like the rule 
humbling factor. Yeah. Like, oh, people love this, so that's why. I, no, mm. no, do what God says. Yes, not what people exactly. Do. And th- that's such a good point because I was I was doing a devotional one day, and when I first read it, I'm not gonna lie to you guys, I was offended. <laughs> I literally felt offended. Dude, when okay, I read it. if you read the Bible and there's not stuff in there that <laughs> makes you offended, <laughs> then like I don't think you're really you're getting right. it, right? Like I, you might not be reading the actual yeah. Bible because y'all, the Bible, it's like. <laughs> It's convicting. It's okay. offending. Like there, I'm yeah. just like God. Ouch! Like I thought he loved me. And then I'm like, I gotta, I gotta step back and be like, no. Like he's telling yeah. you this because he loves you. Yeah. Me. Amen. He does. He says. He says it because he loves us. And mm-hmm. um. So I read this in this devotional, and it said, I don't, I don't even know if I'm gonna say this word right, but it said your your pretense or pretense. I don't even know, but I'm gonna go with pretense. pretense. Yeah. Your pretense displeases me, especially when it is in my service. And pretense is defined as, you know, you are, you are making it look like you're something when you're not. And, um, I often make it look like I am doing so well and I'm so joyful and all this when I'm not, because I feel the need to provide for that in somebody else's life. And honestly, um, I, for me, that comes from a root of people pleasing. I love, I, I want to please the people around me. And that's something I've really struggled with and I'm working on. Mm-hmm. I'm actually reading a book called Boundaries, which I think every single person in the universe needs to read yes, because it I talks about, about yeah, oh, it's so good. And it talks about, you know, like, you know, when you are struggling with people pleasing, like how can you, you, you know, how can you get out of that struggle? Like how, how can you, uh, equip your, yes, exactly. And equip yourself to say no and, mm-hmm. um, all this stuff. But for me, a lot of times it was just more of like, I wanted to provide, um, you know, happiness and joy for somebody who didn't necessarily feel it. But what we don't realize is that, um, as people, a lot, a lot of times we take on responsibility that we, we don't, we shouldn't, um, because we're seeking cool. other people's approval because we are, um, seeking to help others, but we're, we're almost, we're, we're doing it to an extent that we shouldn't. And honestly, guys, like when you really think about people pleasing, you are trying to help other people, but you're destroying yourself in the process. Yes. And eventually you'll get to a point where you can no longer help because you are so destroyed Yes. and then yes. you need healing. And mm-hmm. so that's, that's honestly the place where I'm like, you know, I'm learning is, is, is to heal. And, um, Honestly, growing up, there were, I had some people in my life um, that, you know, made me feel like I couldn't have emotion or that like my struggles were wrong and that they, they like whenever I would struggle or I would talk about it, they would say very demeaning things. And so I felt as if I couldn't struggle Mm -hmm. and I couldn't do that. And guys, honestly, society sucks sometimes because (laughs) when you think about it, like, you know, she was so right. Like on social media, you look at Instagram, you look at, you know, and everyone's like, all like posting all the good stuff and it, like and I, it, honestly I was thinking about it this morning kind of like breaks my heart because you know you're 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 not include you're only including all the good and then that's where um you know comparison comes in envy comes in and that's where social media can get really simple because we, we start desiring we, we we see people's lives and we're like wow like these people's lives are so good like they never have anything going wrong but really they're only posting what's good you know they're only posting the good part of our lives and I think we all do that and I'm not saying share your whole like you know the deepest parts of your life on Instagram because I do think that should be saved for an inner circle but what I am saying is that we all need to remember that that is just social media is just a highlight reel and you probably hear that but truly take that in and embrace it because I struggle with it too like you see these like you know, these like models on Instagram or like the girls that you look up to and like, they just seem like 
they have it together all the time. And then you start thinking like, what's wrong with me? Like my life, my life has got to get better. But listen, you're not, you are not living here, breathing here right now to please other people. You're here to please God. Amen. You're here to serve him. And um, yes, serving him can look like helping others, but it should never be to please others. Paul, Paul talks about in Galatians. He says, if he said, I would, he basically says, I would not be a servant of Christ if I were trying to please other people. Like, dang, like that, that hits. And I, I find I'm, like a lot of times I'm trying to make the people around me happy. But, and here's the thing, guys, uh, society is really skewed what it looks like to love people because it, you know, oh it gosh, seems like yes. loving people it almost seems like you're not telling them the truth because you don't want to hurt them or you want to make them feel accepted just the way they are. Yes. You know, Jesus has come as you are. We should all come as we mm-hmm. are, but we can't stay as we are. And that's where exactly. we need to speak the truth and love. And we can't do it without love. You know, in first Corinthians it's talking about, you know, if we're, um, what is it like, um, Paul is just a clinging symbol if he's um, doing, I can't remember what he says, but if, you know, if we're doing things without love, like we're missing the point because Jesus's command to us is love one another. And if we're not doing that, we're, we're doing it wrong. And loving another looks, uh, love loving one another looks like telling the truth. Um, and we can't, we can't miss that, you know? So those are just a bunch of skewed thoughts. Yes, dude. No, seriously. I, I love literally, oh my gosh, everything that you just said to um, the, Dude, this is literally like my heart. Oh my god, my I'm heart! Getting, I'm, getting filled, I'm getting filled with literally so much joy Dang. just talking about oh, all of this because that. um, it's it's just incredible. Like all of the things that you know we think we know, the things that we think mm-hmm. we have it all together, mm-hmm. and then like when you sit down and you realize, like, holy guacamole! Like I really don't have yeah. any of this together, you know. Um, and and I just I definitely um want to I want to go off of what you were saying. I think I just I think I think it's incredible. We want to help other people. You know, we we can't put all of this on our shoulders. Yes. You know, and like you mm, said, you need to be good. you need to be filled up. Yes. Because eventually, you know, if you just keep trying to pour into other people, pour into mm. other people, and that's definitely you know, I'm I'm learning that one right now too. Um, I I'm working on spending a lot more you know alone time with God and spending mm. a lot more time just like filling myself up because I I was that person for a long time. I was the one that was like, no, I have to fix all your problems. I have to make mm. everything better. Um, you know, and in like myself, I was literally like, I felt like I was stuck between a rock and like a hard place. You know, mm-hmm. I would just like, everything felt like it was like constantly squishing me. I was like, I don't know what, what's happening, what to do. And we, we often, we forget that like all of this stuff that we tell other people, all this advice that we give other people, we forget that it applies to ourselves too. Yes. You know, um, like how your pitcher of love is gonna, it's gonna be dry, it. like it's gonna be dry, it's gonna yeah. be empty. Um, and so you need to go back to your source to be filled up, to then fill yes. other people back up. Just how easy it is for like, the devil to like get into our minds and yes. to convince us all oh, of these yeah. lies, mm-hmm. um, you know, that, that we have to put on this front all the time that, mm-hmm. that we can never have our own problems, that yeah. we always have to be the one to take care of other people. Um, and we forget, you know, that like, no, sometimes like, just like how we want to take care of other people, there's probably other people out there that want to try and help us too. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it's a give and take thing. And we have to learn that when um, when they're struggling, you know, with their joy, with their confidence, with their identity, we we have all this advice to give them. But um, when it comes to us, you know, like how how we know that our lives aren't perfect, for mm-hmm. example. Um, and then all of a sudden, we go onto social media and we see these things that people are posting, and it's like we forget that like they're human too. And mm-hmm. it's kind of it turns into this thing, you know, like we think we're the only like 
true like human in this universe in a sense because it's like then we just we think that everybody around us is perfect and we're the only one that has problems and it's like i don't even know where that idea came from because it's like it makes zero sense so when you when you allow yourself to be filled up um then you know like you you get some breathing room and you then like you have the space and the ability to then give to other people and you're not just completely draining yourself um, because then like you have to remember too, it gets to a point, like if you're trying to fill someone, someone's cup, when you're empty, like the, the advice and the help that you're giving them, like it could actually end up harming them yes. because like, it's not, it's not coming from, from a good solid, yeah. um, like sound place. Yeah. And, and so, you know, and you have to, you have to think about like the impact of what you're doing, mm-hmm. um, and what you're saying and, and, um, you know, like your intentions could be good, but if you're, um, you know, if you don't have, um, you know, if you, if you don't have the right foundation, mm-hmm. um, to, to begin with, then it's going to be, it, it could have a lasting impact like on everybody around you, yeah. you know? And, yeah. and if you tell one person and then this person tells another person and then it, everybody is now doing, that's, that's like how social media and literally they're just like oh, yeah. media in general, that's yeah. how it happens because one person says something and then they tell another person and then they mm-hmm. tell another and it just, yeah. then everybody is all of a sudden believing this thing that like, it's not even true. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like rumors. That's how, um, fake news. That's how literally just like all of this. Yeah. And you know, like the whole reason that our world has so many different ideas about, um, like joy, the reason our world has so many different ideas about literally everything, yeah. you know, like fitness, just anything. There's like, so it's like, Oh no, this is how you lose weight. This is how you lose weight. This mm-hmm. is how you get fit. This is how you find happiness. This is how like, there's like, right. There's so many different things because there are so many different people out there saying, you know what? No, like this is truth. Like what I have to say is truth. What, you know, just listen, mm-hmm. but the the only real truth is the Bible yeah. and that's the Amen. only place that you're going to be able to find real truth because it's the only yes. thing that doesn't change. Uh, our feelings and our emotions and our opinions change all the time, yep. but like the Bible is never going to be changing. And so that's why like, you know, in my, in my previous episodes, that's why I really wanted to, to start off this podcast with like a solid foundation of talking about, you know, your identity and where to look for, for these things is, mm-hmm. is to be rooted in Christ because yes. that's literally like the foundational piece that you need to know about everything is every, every piece of wisdom that you need, you're going to find it in Christ in the Bible. Amen. Um, and like we said, like literally after you're done listening to this podcast, like just go pull out your Bible, read the whole thing because, (laughs) um, it's, it's so important and everything that you're going to need to know and it's going to help you in this life is going to stem from there. Mm. Um, and so, you know, I just, I definitely, um, want to emphasize, you know, these points that we've been talking about, about just, um, you know, make sure, make sure that you're going back to your source too. And you're not, um, trying to find joy in these temporary things or, you know, honestly, when I think about it, everyone's like, are you happy? Like, do you, yeah. And I'm like, "Eh, I don't want to live a life of happiness. You know, like when I seriously Mm -hmm. think about it, I'm like, I actually like, I don't, I don't want to live a life of happiness. Mm -hmm. Like I, I don't want to be happy all of the time because then like, what's the purpose of life? I experienced my biggest seasons of growth Mm -hmm. and, and my faith when, like when my faith is tested and when, when trials are happening, like I, Guys, like I said in my last episode, like I have been going through like some overwhelming stuff these past couple of weeks. Like I've been tested and tried and 
don't search for happiness. That's another thing is that I want to point out. Stop. Like if you're searching, if you're on this lifelong journey for happiness, like stop right now because it's, <laughs> it's, it's not going to work. I, I hate to, to like pop your little bubble, but um, <laughs> like guys, the Bible's convicting. So yes. um, this is the conviction that, that Jesus has put on my heart at this moment is um, pop your little happiness bubble because happiness is, it's not going to last you. And you know, my faith has grown even deeper. And mm. I have learned so much, like my brain is jam packed right now I love with, <laughs> with things that I have learned. Um, and I'm continuing to learn every single day, like even just right now. Um, you know, and so don't, don't spend your life trying to, to get your trials to go away. I feel like that's the goal of happiness is when, when someone is chasing happiness, mm. they're like, you know, how can I get, you know, all of my trials to go away? Yeah. How can I live a life of happiness where I'm never sad, where mm. I'm like never. And, and that's because happiness is a feeling. So if you're chasing this feeling, you know, um, then, then your whole life is just going to be based around that. And, and like our, our message at, um, rock point church, which amazing church, you should go there if you don't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the message that we had this weekend, um, it was absolutely phenomenal. And our pastor Bill, he said, um, like one of the key points of this weekend's message was, um, you know, live a life of faith, not feelings. Yes. Um, because you know, faith it's, it's rooted in something deeper yeah. and feelings are only surface level. Yep. Um, and, and so if you're chasing feelings, then you're never going to reach it. You're never going to mm. find it as badly as you want to. Um, and so that's why, you know, you need to be chasing after joy instead of yes. happiness because it will take you to deeper places than you've ever been. It'll take you into the deep water, you know, where yes, obviously in deep water, there's going to be more storms. There's mm. going to be more waves. Yes. There's going to be sharks, but, sharks. <laughs> but the thing is, is that, you know, on, in the deep water, there's the joy is going to be even deeper, you know, mm. the, the yes. pain might be deeper, but the joy is deeper mm. too. And yeah. that's what you need to hold on to is yeah. because, I mean, if you want to live a shallow life with shallow happiness, you know, never experience anything deeper then. I guess go out there, chase happiness, but I don't, I, I want something deeper. Yes, I don't absolutely. want, I don't want to live a shallow life. Yeah. I want to experience things to the fullest. I want, mm -hmm. you know, to, um, to experience the, the fullness and completeness, completeness of the life that God yes. has for me. So mm -hmm. I want to go out into the deep and yes. I, um, you know, as long as you have your anchor, um, it'll be rough, it'll oh, be rocky, yes. but God is going to be with you. He's your anchor. Amen. Um, anchor and so, yes. right. Yes. And, and that's another thing too, dude, like, um, all these words keep coming into my mind and it, I was thinking about it and I was like, dude, that's literally the fruits of the spirit. Like we're talking <laughs> about it and I'm like, no wonder, like, you know, joy and hope and, and peace and all of this and, you know, faith, no wonder it's all connected. It's because those are the, the, the fruits of the spirit. And this is just like I said last week, guys, like, it's almost like God put all of this in the Bible because he knows us. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> That's like, I don't even understand how someone could like not use the Bible and its wisdom because God, like he literally gave it to us because he knows us and he knew mm. what we would struggle with and what we yep. would face and what we yes. would need help with in this life. So like, if you need help, go to the yes. Bible. Like I, Bible, Bible. <laughs> I'm serious. Like we should just start chanting it. Like, <laughs> um, no, but seriously, you know, and like, if you don't know what the fruits of the spirit are, it's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And it's, it's because you have, have a joy, um, and, and a peace. And it's because you have that faithfulness and it's all interconnected in your life, guys. And so I promise you, like when you start to, to shift your focus and get a perspective shift and you start to, to look to God and you look to mm -hmm. eternal things, like you were saying yes, earlier, absolutely. um, when you look to the future, 
um, and this this future hope that God has for you. Like, yes, it's good to look in the moment and, and be present in certain times, but you also need to know that the present is not where you're going to stay. Yeah. You know, so it's good to be in the present, but just don't stay there. Mm. God loves us and, and he loves us enough to want us to change um, and want us to, to experience, you know, this fullness and completeness yeah. of his love and who he is. And, and so, you know, you, you wonder why all of these things, you know, when you have peace, you can have joy in circumstances, you know, when you, when you are able to find, um, patience and kindness and goodness and gentleness, when you're able to exhibit these traits. So just like, just step out in faith guys and, mm -hmm. and get that perspective. Yes. Get that perspective shift and, and go towards joy and, you know, throw, throw the temporary things of this life, throw it to the mm -hmm. side. Um, because the eternal, like that's, that's what we're after in this yeah. life. You know, we, we have no purpose. It like, I, I don't even know how you could live a life thinking that, you know, this life is all that there is. I genuinely like it, it boggles my mind yeah. Yeah. how you could think that this is all that there is Yeah. <clears throat> because then what's the purpose, you know? And so, um, I just, I really, really want to encourage you guys to, to chase after joy because mm. it's, it's so, it's just better. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's sustaining and it's like, it's happiness times like infinity. Times infinity. <laughs> I'm, actually I'm serious. I'm serious. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. Um, so there is a, uh, the story of, um, when Peter, you know, when Peter walked on water, um, it, so Jesus said, well, he said, he said, um, Peter said, Lord, if it's you, tell me to come out on the water. And Jesus says, come. And, you know, Peter starts walking on water. And keep in mind, like, um, you know, I, if I remember the story correctly, wasn't it, like, really stormy? I can't Yes, I no, guess. it was. There yeah. was, like, a huge storm, and, like, everybody was freaking out. Yes. Water was getting in the boat. Long story short, Peter steps out and, like, is, you know, Jesus has come and Peter steps out and he walks, he's walking on the water and, you know, he's walking in the depths. He's trusting God. I mean, what other human has walked on water? So this required major trust from Peter, you know, mm -hmm. like he was trusting that God was going to have him in the depths of what he was going through in the depths of where he was walking. You know, Peter was walking like, yep. you know, and he, but here's, and here's the cool thing too, is that, you know, he's walking on top of the depths. He's not, he's not within the depths. He's walking on top. You know why? Because his eyes are on Jesus. But as soon as his eyes went onto the wind and the waves and he realized like, oh shoot, like I'm, whoa, I'm like, it's, it's, you know, it's wow. scary. Yeah, when he it's starts scary. focusing on the temporary yes. things in life and like all the, the trials, all yeah. the bad stuff that's happening, mm -hmm. then, you know, he doesn't have that. Yeah. Really. And then he starts sinking. But as soon as he fixes his eyes on Jesus, like, or, or actually, well, okay. So he was fixing, you know, his eyes on Jesus, but then he's saying, and then what did Jesus do? He immediately, immediately pulls, he immediately pulls him back up and says, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And literally that, that story is so beautiful. And because, you know, God is going to call us to do things in our life that we're going to be like, um, did you just say that? Like, did yep. you really just yep. call me to that? <laughs> um, but literally guys, God is faithful to, to hang on to us and to grab us when we're falling to, to hang on to us and to, to, you know, give us that joy through the, through the trials like James is talking about, you know, I, I'm honestly, you know, walking on water sounds insane. You know, having to go through that breakup sounded insane to me. But because I took that step of, step of obedience, God actually literally blessed my life so much. Mm -hmm. And maybe that, you know, maybe you you don't see what he's doing right now. Like, I didn't see what God was doing right then. But this is actually crazy. So after the breakup, um, a couple of days later, you know, it's, it felt like the Lord was putting on my heart to meet with a girl named Kate. And so I was like, okay. So I reached out to her and I was like, Kate, um, you know, um, 
God put it on my heart to meet up with you, or I'm not even sure what I said. Maybe I just <laughs> said, can you meet up? I don't even know. Well, we meet up, and uh, uh, we were sitting there, and I didn't go to Young Adults at the time. I was I was still senior in high school, but I was 18, so, you know, like, in the, the age, age range, 18 to 25, and um, the first time I went, I had a really poor experience, <laughs> um, and so, like, I didn't want to go anymore. But I was sitting, um, I was sitting with Kate and she said, are you coming to Young Adults tonight? And I said, no, probably not. Um, and she goes, okay, well, we're in a series called God, Why? And we, and I, I just went through the breakup like three days prior. And I was literally like, that has been the question I've been asking mm-hmm. for the past forever um, <laughs> since the breakup, you know? And so I was like, okay, maybe God does want me to go. And honestly, this night, I didn't care. Like, I did not care what people were going to say because like, I genuinely believe like the Lord led me to that night and here's, and guys just, just prepare for what I'm about to say, because this shows that, you know, God, God, God doesn't fit within the, the rules of the, you know, the, our rules. He doesn't fit within our boxes. He limits them. Yes. He, you cannot limit God and you can't, you can't limit what he calls people to do. You know, he called people to do the craziest things and he was faithful to have it happen. And so anyway, I was like, okay. So I called my mom. She's like, yeah, you can go. So, I go to Young Adults this night, and um, they're preaching on Luke 5, 4 through 11-ish, I think. Um, and it's talking about, um, so Jesus said to Peter, go out into deep and let down your nets for a catch. And Peter was like, Lord, I've been toiling all night, but because you say so, I'll do it. Well, Peter goes out and lets down his nets, and then when he takes them up, there are so many fish that the nets are breaking. Peter didn't know that was coming, you know, but God is a God of miracles. And like in, in that moment, like, you know, God literally like blessed him so much in that moment. And, and Peter was obedient. So anyway, I was super inspired by that message and just super hit. And because Clayton was also talking about, you know, in reference to the nets, what are you clinging on to that God's calling you to let go of? And, and this was right after my breakup. And I was like, you know, it's, it's the relationship I was just in. And so I was like, okay, well, within the following nights, I wrote the song called Let Down Your Nets. Yes. And, um, <laughs> this is, guys, this is, this, this shows God, God's goodness. So I wrote the song and um, I had only met, like talked to Clayton once and um, I DM'd him over Instagram. And I said, hey, I, or I texted him, I can't remember, but I said, hey, I wrote a song and I was just wondering if you, um, you know, if, if you want to hear it, it's based off of the message that you preached and, you know, the passage. And he was like, he was like, yeah, he's like, totally like, I'll, I want to hear it. So I sent it to him and he goes, and I feel like I'm pretty funny. Um, but <laughs> he goes, he goes, well, first he says like floods me with the kindest words. And then he goes, I'm tempted to have you play that in young adults, LOL. And keep in mind, um, I had only, that was only my second time. Um, and I, my response was don't give in to temptation, LOL, you know, cause we're, we're not supposed to, <laughs> um, but anyway, I get a text from Sarah who's on our worship team and she was like, Hey, so, uh, Clayton showed the young adults team, your song. We all really love it. Can you play it next week? And I'd only been to the young adults twice. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And so I was like, yes, I'll play it. So I went and I played it. Well, so I got to play it in front of 400 young adults, met so many kind people that night. And God had, I could really see God starting, you know, bless my obedience. Well, come, you know, a little time passes by and, um, I, uh, one of my, um, friends sent me an email saying that GC is having a songwriting contest and that they thought of me, they thought it'd be perfect for me. So it's like, cool. So, uh, one night I uh, just got my senior pictures taken and I was sitting there and I was like, oh, well, this would be a good time to record. So I went ahead and I grabbed my, uh, my, uh, phone 
and my guitar and it was so casual like I literally like I was my my phone was on the carpet you could see like my room like I was nothing fancy no fancy recording anything literally I just started recording I'm like hi my name's Emily this is what my song's about and then I just sang my song well I submit it and I forget about it January 15th I get a text saying don't forget to join our zoom tonight we're gonna be announcing the winner for the uh, songwriting contest and I was like oh okay so that night I, I'm, I'm joined and I'm like so, so nervous. I'm like, what am I nervous for? Like, this could be nothing. Well, um, they, they're announcing the winner. So they do third place and then they get to second place. And this girl, beautiful voice and her, like the way that her, you know, video was recorded, it was recorded so fancy. Like it was like fancy camera, fancy setup. Like, and I, I'm just sitting here thinking, bro, my, my video is like, you know, got my blinds in the back. I don't even know if my room was clean. Like, I'm just like sitting here like, what in the world? Um, well, anyway, they're like first place and they say, let down your nets. Emily Henry won the whole songwriting contest. And the, the prize was that I got to go get my song recorded professionally in the GC recording studio. And this studio is so good. Um, from what I heard, Eminem tried to come and record and obviously they didn't let him, but because <laughs> Eminem. Yes. But, uh, yeah. but we love Eminem and all sinners are welcome. And Eminem, <laughs> yes. we love you so much. Probably, I don't even know if you'll ever listen to this. Probably, hey, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, uh, okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so I ended up winning it and it was like, okay, craziness. Like God, like literally, because if I would have never went through that breakup, this would have never happened. Well, months, months go by and I I lose touch with the guy that's like supposed to help me get my song recorded. This was like, what in the world's happening? Well, then they, I got back in touch with GCU and I went and got, got it recorded. And, um, long story short, it's on Spotify now and it has been able to reach so many Y'all go listen to it. <laughs> I'm serious. I listened to this song on repeat. Like it is so fire. <laughs> Thank you. But like all of that, you know, all of that came because I took that one step of obedience. And if I wouldn't have done that, you know, I would have never seen God bless my life in the way that he did. And, and, you know, I, I clung on to the fact that, you know, I, you know, I'm going to obey God because his plan is best for my life and I'm going to have joy and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to choose to trust him despite what is happening in my life, despite these circumstances, because I know who God is and I know what is promised. And I, I, I know that he's trustworthy. He's proved it to me. He died for me. And if somebody dies for you, like that, that has to tell you something yeah. about their love for you. And he didn't, yeah. he didn't only die. Like it wasn't like he, you know, he got, he got sick and then he passed away. Like, and that's, that's horrible in itself. But he, I mean, he was, he sacrificed himself. Yes. Really. Yes. And he was, he was, oh, he was just like his skin. Like he was like ripped off of him with the flogging. I don't even know the proper term for it, but like, um, yeah. he was, his, his, the crown of thorns was bashed into his head. Like, I don't know if you've ever like hit a cactus. I have embarrassing. Yep. Um, but it's like fun. literally that hurts. Like imagine getting thorns bashed into your head, but that's not it. He got nails through his wrists and his feet. He had all this done for us. And so who like, you know, if that, you know, okay, I, okay. I'm, I'm going to say something that I'm guilty of. I often have thoughts like, God, do you even love me? No. And, and then I kind of laugh, you know, I laugh at myself. So I was like, okay, why am I asking myself if God loves me? If he literally endured, all of you that. know, all of that. And he did it all for me. Like, I just, I just, I, 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 you know, I can't even fathom it. And, you know, when he was in the garden of Gethsemane, like, and here's another thing. Jesus was so just 
filled with like grief and distress that he sweat blood and like Jesus himself was sad. So first of all, I just want to say for all the people out there that like feel like you have to be joyful all the time. Jesus was not joyful exactly. all the time. And especially like there's this one verse in the Bible. It's like the shortest verse in the Bible ever, but I feel like it's the most impactful. Mm. It says Jesus, Jesus wept. wept. That's yeah. literally like Jesus had emotions too. Yeah. You know? So like he, he wasn't happy all yes. of the time, Yes. but he, he still had joy because mm. he knew who his father is. Mm. And he kept his eye on, he kept it. He fixed his eyes on what he knew that he knew that God was going to use the pain he went through for the good of humanity, for the salvation of, for the salvation of the, the children that he loves. Mm. And literally, so that's like why it's like when we focus on our temporary, like, you know, temporary situations, we're not, it's harder to have joy because we, we are not trusting that God's going to use it for, you know, he's not going to use it for our good and his glory, but the, but the fact is he is, but we just need to take that step of obedience. Um, and in that time too, I'm just going to touch on this. Um, you know, a couple of things that can really help you have joy and a couple of things that can help you, you know, really just, um, you know, embrace where you are in a healthy way. Um, even if it's hard is one, um, obviously spending time with the Lord is like the biggest thing and, you know, making sure yep. you're prioritizing time with him Two, having a Christian community, very, very important that they're Christians because, um, a lot of times I think we, we seek to be fed from people that aren't believers. Mm -hmm. um, and here's the thing. We should absolutely have non-believers in our life um, so that we can be, you know, we can be the light to them, that we can fulfill the Great Commission. But you have to be careful that, you know, they're not pouring yes. into you, exactly. pouring the temporary, you know, exactly. the yes. temporary and, things into mm -hmm. you. And you're instead pouring your eternal, yeah. um, you know, joy and stuff into yes, them. Yes, exactly. And that's why it's so important that you you make sure that you're you're surrounding yourself with Christian community that can also help you hang on to that that hope which honestly I like I think hope can really produce that joy you know hoping that um you know hoping for for what is to come and being reminded of that you can have joy now because you know that what you're going through like like and I said this before but what you're going through is gonna you know produce something beautiful um there is a verse that I want to touch on um and guys okay listen I before I um even came to do this podcast. I just, I love sharing the little pieces of things that God's done in my life because it's been really impactful and I don't think I do it enough, honestly. Um, but um, one day I was uh, at my friend's house and I had done this um, Jesus Calling and um, devotional. And I said, why is it always the Jesus Calling devotional? I'm telling mm -hmm. you guys. Okay. Um, so, but I read this verse in the NIV. It says, but I am like an olive tree flourishing in the house of God. I trust in God's unfailing love forever and ever. And I was sitting in her room and I was like, and lately, um, just, I'm going to say this, y'all, I've been like, our message this weekend was about using your gifts too. And I just feel like, I just kind of feel like I haven't been being the best at that. So, Hey, keep me accountable. If you know me, be like, Emily, have you been writing? Because yes. I, I really think the Lord may be just putting on my heart that I need to start writing again. Um, but anyway, so I read this verse and I was like in my friend Kayla's room and I was like, well, I really want to write a song. And so I had nothing written down, literally nothing. And I just start playing. And I end up just singing this whole song. Song. Well, if you're a musician, you know that you cannot remember that for the life. You cannot remember like what you just sang if you hadn't written it down or the melody or anything like that. It's like feels impossible. Well, she recorded this whole thing, and at the very end, I was like, "Well, I wish I would have written that down." Well, get this. Kayla had secretly recorded the whole entire song, and I had it, and I was like, "Okay, this is nuts." And so, um, basically, um. And so I was able to, you know, go back and, um, you know, re you know, have the song recorded so I'd actually hear it and, um, and like, you know, tweak the lyrics and stuff. 
Um, well, I ended up getting to share with my seminary group and then I ended up getting to share with even more people. And this song just had such a beautiful impact on people. The chorus, it says, um, says, I have this hope that not many have, that one day I'll be no longer sad. My tears will cease, my pain relieved. My Lord, I trust you'll bring me there where I belong in your arms, forever safe in the Savior's love. And I think that's where we we need to fix our eyes. Is that is that, you know, like like I've repeated this so much because it literally is like the reason that I feel so joyful is is, you know, um one I I'm gonna say this too really quick guys embrace the little things in your life embrace the little mm-hmm. things that like that that like you know you know embrace the creation that you see like like see what's around you like see what like you know really think about like how much of a privilege it is that you have these like blessings around you like that really helps but that really, definitely helps bring me joy yes too. same yes but that like the, what's so important is just remembering because like whenever i'm in trials like literally this song that i wrote, wrote will just pop in my head because it's a reminder um like the fact that it says like Okay, I tried. I tried to make the song as simplistic as possible because I think you know a lot of modern day songs. You know, we we make things a lot more complicated than they need to be. But like, mm-hmm. in order to relate to people, a lot of times it's easier to put it in simpler terms. And so, um, you know, the fact you know I have this hope that many have. No, one day I'll be no longer sad. Um, just honestly, like it goes back to the idea: fixing your eyes on the prize, fixing your eyes on like on Jesus's promises for you, and that's how you can really, you know have the joy in the present moment because you know that, you know, this is growing you. The season that you're in is growing you. And for anyone out there too, who is like, you just feel like you've been in a rut for such a long time that you haven't, you know, that you, you are just, you feel completely joyless. You feel hopeless. You just feel like everything you do is not working. Um, first of all, I want to say that you're not alone because I've been there. And like, anytime I write a song, my heart is that whoever hears it, will feel heard and they'll feel, feel seen and they'll feel loved. Because what breaks my heart is when people think that either they're too far gone or that they don't have any hope, like what they're, what they're going through is never going to end because I know how that feels. And it's literally one of the hardest things that I've been through in my whole entire life. And so first of all, I want to say that no matter how you feel, because it's so easy to, to, you know, tune into how we feel and not tune into the tr- truth. Know, know that, you know, one, Feelings aren't always trustworthy, you know, um, but you do have hope no matter, no matter what, no matter what your feelings say. I saw a TikTok one day, TikTok, love TikTok, cool. um, um, not all the time though, but anyway, um, <laughs> so actually maybe it was real. I don't even know. Okay. But it's, it, this girl said, she said, why is it? She asked God, she said, why is it that I know, um, that I know God's truth amidst my pain, but it doesn't seem like the pain is going away or I can't remember. I probably just worded that wrong. I really do think I did, but whatever, you probably kind of get the point. And God told her and she said, she responded, she said, um, or she said that God said, because you've been rehearsing, um, the pain more than you've been rehearsing my truth. And that's why in, in those seasons that we're, we're seeking to have joy, you need to, I think we need to ask ourselves, what are we rehearsing more? Are we rehearsing in our minds? We're playing over and over the pain that we've been through or the the truth in God's word. There was one night I was I like I, I the night that I watched this I was like that is so true. And I literally went to bed and because I was I was really you know I was you know the devil like can really get in our head and it sucks. Um, um excuse my language. <laughs> um, but you know you I, that night I was just like really like struggling and I was like you know 
you know, this, this, this woman that just talked in this TikTok is right. Like I need to, I need to remind myself of the truth that God says. And in the moment, in the present moment, what my feelings were saying is that, oh, like, you know, you're not, you're never going to be happy again. You're, you're just going to stay sad. Like this is, this season is not going to get anywhere. But what I remember God's truth saying is that, you know, like this is going to grow me. Um, you know, and I just remind myself of who God was like, no, God is good. He said he's going to work this out for my good. And I can trust that. And it's so like, are you, I want to, I would like genuinely ask yourself right now, are you repeating, um, in your head, what God has said, who God is, um, and you know, the characteristics of God in your head more than you're repeating your pain. But that doesn't mean, I also like want to let y'all know too, that doesn't mean like don't process through your pain because you need to. But ultimately in that process, make sure you're reminding yourself mm-hmm. of who God is in your life. It yeah, you can, you can um, be going through pain and you can, you can think about that and you can process through it and, um, you know, dig into it, figure out, you know, the root of it, why it's happening, how to get out of it, but just don't, don't sit in it. I mm-hmm. feel like that's, that's a really, um, important thing, Mm -hmm. um, to know. And that'll, that'll definitely help with, um, joy as well. You know, it's like, um, you know, don't sit in your pain because you have this hope. I feel like when you have joy and when you have this hope, um, it's like physically impossible to just sit in your pain Mm -hmm. because you know, with joy, with true joy and with hope, you know, that it's not going to be like this forever. Mm -hmm. And so I definitely find, um, you know, when I don't want to be just sitting in my pain and my sorrow, um, looking to that hope that I have, that joy that I have in Christ, mm. it it helps me to get out of those trials and that hard those hard times a lot easier. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, guys, those are those are definitely some things that we just want to leave you with. You know, make sure that you're having your joy rooted in the right place. Mm. Make sure that you're going to the source to be getting your joy, yes. um, and not anyone else. Yeah, exactly, good. exactly. And then, um, you know, just just make sure that you're holding on to that and that you're allowing God to use you through that and mm-hmm. um, in, in your trials and circumstances, because, you know, if you just sit in it, you know, then your pain is just pain. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have a purpose. But if you allow God's joy to change your heart and to work in your heart um, in these trials and circumstances that you're going to face, then you can use that pain and you can give that pain a purpose. You can give those trials a purpose so that you can use it to bless other people and bring it into other people's lives. Um, you know, like with, with, um, Emily's song, you know, if she hadn't gone through that personal pain that she had, she would have never released this song that has probably helped so many people already and is going to continue to help so many people. Um, and, and so definitely don't, um, don't let your circumstances, you know, stop you in your tracks from following God's purpose for your life, because just like a plant, you know, sometimes you have to prune it to be able to make it grow even fuller. Mm -hmm. And so don't mistake pruning for like, you know, um, like the end, the end all be all. And if, mm, if, you amen. If, you, if you don't know what pruning is, it's, you know, when you cut back a plant, um, you know, really far so that it can grow even more if, you know, there's like some dead plant or some dead leaves and stuff on it, um, that'll hinder it from growing. It's like cutting your split ends too on your hair. Um, and so don't just don't mistake pruning for like, you know, the end because, mm. because it's not, sometimes you have to be cut back a little bit to be able to grow even more. Um, so yeah, unless you have any other last minute points that you want to share, guys, this was a phenomenal um, conversation. I really hope that you all stay till the end. This is definitely some wisdom that I'm going to be implementing in my own life. And I really hope that you can put this into your lives too.
Alrighty, guys. Well, that is all that we have for you here today. I hope that you enjoyed. Okay, well, you might not have enjoyed everything that you heard because I know there was a couple throat punches, some conviction in there. <laughs> but I do really hope um, that this spoke to you. I know that it spoke to me. I'm probably going to go back and, you know, re-listen to this because I need to remember <laughs> a lot of the stuff that we talked about and make sure that I'm putting that in my own life. Um, but yes, guys, so I really hope that, um, you know, with this and definitely with, um, growing your own relationship with God, getting into your word, um, you know, being in prayer with him, I really hope that you guys can find that true joy in your lives, um, and, and switch from that temporary mindset to that eternal mindset. And, um, I, I really hope that, um, you know, this, this will be something that's life-changing for you. Cause I know that it's definitely been and continuing to be life-changing for me. Um, but with that being said, I just want to say thank you so much, Emily, for joining me today. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and I hope you all have a wonderful Thursday. I will catch you in the next episode. Peace.